Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to chase your joy, find alignment, and create a life and a business that you love using actionable methods, interviews, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host, your always hype woman and sometimes ass kicker, Amanda Chills, and I am so proud of you for choosing to step into your power. Come along, we've got dreams to build. Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Yeller podcast fam. We are back with the solo episodes and I, I, sorry, if you were paying attention, this is September's episode. If you were paying attention in the month of August, you, I mean, if you were paying a lot of attention, if you really weren't like, obviously, um, how dare you not be obsessed with me? But like, I guess it's okay. Um, I released eight episodes in the month of August and I was kind of playing around with the idea of doing eight episodes going forward and it was a lot. Um, So since I own the podcast and I own the business, I decided to change that. I had a meeting with myself and my team, which was me, and we decided (laughs) that four episodes a month is actually the sweet spot. Um, So yay to playing around with things and getting feedback and then adjusting as needed. So apply that lesson to whatever you need to apply it to. You are allowed to adjust things that are not working for you, even if you thought that would be a good idea, even if other people come to expect them, like you can just adjust and it's okay. Yes, Kitty. If you guys can hear him, if not, it probably sounds like I'm just talking to a ghost. Um, But the cat is definitely here wanting attention. So today's episode, we're going to talk about three hills that I choose to die on that are really like North stars for principles. Um, Three things that make my life better. Three things that make my life easier. Three things that I always, always, always encourage clients to do. Business clients, therapy clients, and anyone who takes one of my courses. which shameless plug because your girl runs a business. Okay. And the podcast is here to educate you, but also to serve as a funnel for the business. This is typically how podcasts work in case you don't know. Um, not that I care if you ever buy anything from me, if I can be useful to you, hell yeah. If not, okay, that's totally fine. I hope that you get, um, whatever you need from this podcast. So I do have a course called Becoming Light, which is engineered with a step-by-step program to help you overcome and heal from people pleasing. And I, it took me three years to really develop this course because it took me three years to work with enough people to make my system, nail my system, test my system, and then refine it. So I have quite literally done this system with hundreds of clients and it walks you through everything that you need to know 
in order to stop people pleasing, to set boundaries without guilt, without feeling like you're going to throw up and your butthole just went into your stomach. Like you're going to learn how to build self-respect, how to build self-confidence, what an actual healthy relationship looks like, how to build those. I find that a lot of people really don't know how to build healthy relationships. And so if you go by fairy tales and movies, you get kind of screwed, especially if you're a female. Um, so it is going to set you up with a really, really solid foundation. It comes with journal prompts that you can take what we are teaching and apply it to you and dig into your life. It comes with guided meditations that you can rewire your nervous system because many people know what to do, right? They're like, oh, I, I know what I should be doing, but they don't feel comfortable doing it. That's actually a nervous system problem, not necessarily a knowledge problem. So we hit everything. We're going to hit your subconscious with the meditations and your nervous system with the meditations, your conscious with the education and journaling is going to link the two. So that is for you. You can go to my website, livemyhappyhealth.com slash becoming light. Um, that's available. There's a payment plan if you need it. So live your dream. Okay, on to lay episode. So three hills that I die on. And I say that for a reason because I find that some people, one, I like to use language that is funny. I like to use language that people remember. So if I was like three pillars for a happy life, you'd be like, boring. That's us no stuff. I don't want to do that. And yes, you have to do it in that accent. So three hills that I choose to die on, three principles that guide my life that I teach every single one of my clients. One, because it makes your life immeasurably better. Like you literally cannot measure the positive outcomes that you're going to get if you implement these things. Not that you have to. Again, you always have a choice. Um, but if any of these feel like they like resonate with you, then we're going to talk through them. So I developed these systems because one, as a therapist, you have to have um, kind of like themes that you work in, right? So I work with clients in a certain way. I talk about the same topics, even though every person is different, the themes that we're working with are very similar. So over time, I was like, oh, a lot of 99% of my clients struggle with this. Same with business clients, okay? It is not actually different. The way that it's applied is just a little bit different. So I'll talk about the different ways that it's applied for like a therapy or like a personal development and then an entrepreneur. Um, so you kind of hit both with this episode. Holla. So principle one is radical honesty. Now, I don't mean. When I say radical honesty, I don't mean that you're going around telling people things that are going to hurt their feelings because you're allowed to be honest now. That's being an asshole. Don't do that. Okay. I'm sure you all know people who are like, well, I'm just being honest. I'm, I'm just being honest. And they're actually just hurting your feelings. Okay. That is not what we're talking about. Sometimes you end up hurting people's feelings because they don't want to hear a particular truth, but that is never the goal. Radical honesty is literally just calling things for what they are. For example, I cannot tell you how many clients I have had. This is one of the reasons I developed Becoming Light is because I walked clients through these same principles for 
years how many clients I had who were in abusive relationships who initially in the beginning, right? I'm not starting day one with this. This takes a certain level of relationship and trust. How many women and men, but more women than men, I surprised when I told them that's abuse. What they're doing to you is abuse. What they're doing is gaslighting. What they're doing is stonewalling. What they're doing is being cruel intentionally to get something out of you. That's actually manipulation. Calling things what they are. Now, and I would challenge clients who would say things like, well, but they're really a nice person. No, they're not. Nice people aren't cruel for fun. They're not cruel when they want something. Oh, well, they were just angry. No, they weren't. They chose to do whatever they did. Okay, so you cannot change your life. You cannot make changes. You can't do a damn thing in your life that's useful if you're not being completely, completely honest about what is happening, why it's happening, your role in what's happening, and what you would like to do. So radical honesty really is being so, so, so honest with yourself and with other people when they deserve to know. Now, that's not saying that everyone on the podcast knows all of my business, or if somebody asks me a question, I'm completely 100% honest. It does mean that I'm not a liar, but it doesn't mean that I share everything with everyone, okay? It means that I choose to answer a question in a way that is honest for me, that is not, again, not lying, but is not also explaining people who have no business knowing everything or whatever I choose not to tell them. So radical honesty, again, is being honest with what's happening, why it's happening, your role in what's happening, and what you want to do. So those are kind of the four parts of it. If you are not willing to say that your job is toxic, you're going to stay there and you're going to waste your life there and you're going to waste time there. I promise you, because I've seen this hundreds of times. Well, it's not that bad. You would rather throw up than go to work every day. Okay, it is that bad. That's a problem. Well, they're really they're really not that bad. No, they are that bad. They scream at you when they're angry and they throw things at you and they hit you. They are that bad. Well, my car is really okay. Oh, it overheats every hour on the hour. But tell me again how that's okay, right? Do you, I want you to really think about how lying to yourself and lying to other people keeps you stuck because you will do all sorts of mental gymnastics to not change a situation because you're just not willing to be honest about it. And the ones that I see most often are, well, they're really not that bad. It's really not that bad. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. Stop lying. Or you're not willing to admit your role. Well, they did this. Well, they did this. If they would change, if they would do X, Y, Z, if they would da, 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 da. No, it's on you. This episode is a little spicier than I thought. Apparently I have a lot of spicy thoughts about this. It is on you how people respond to you, how people act towards you. The things in your life are not on other people. They're on you. You get what you allow. 
and you allow things that are not okay because you're not being honest about them. You are not being honest about the fact that things are not okay. And this is going to lead directly into our next one. I love when this happens. I did not do that intentionally, but I love serendipity. So we need to be honest about what's happening, our role in what's happening. And by the way, you're a common denominator in everything in your life. Uh, what was the other one? What's happening, our role in what's happening. What we want to do about what's happening. Now, and it's also okay if your answer to that is nothing. If you say, you know, I know it's bad. I know it's not okay, but I don't want to change it yet. Okay? You don't have to. You have the right to suffer. And I say that with so much love. You have the right to suffer because you don't want to change something yet. Or you say, you know, I do want to change that in the future, but I'm not ready yet. Amazing. I love that awareness for you. Like, excellent. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, ideally, we're not staying in situations that are that we don't love. Okay, we're not staying in situations that are dangerous or toxic or unfulfilling, but uh, we don't live in an ideal world, okay? That's not always possible. Sometimes it takes building skills, getting ready, saving money, finding another opportunity. Like there's often multiple steps to changing. Well, there's always multiple steps to changing a situation. Some people can do it at the drop of a hat. Some people need more time. There's nothing wrong. Both options are good. Okay. Both options are good. Now there is another one, but I can't think of it. I'm sure it'll come back. So we want to be honest about what's happening, our role in the situation, what we're willing to do about this. Oh, probably what needs to change. And what needs to change about the situation? So you, again, you cannot lie about any of those things. And I so strongly encourage you not to lie to yourself. If you're not willing to do something, that's okay. If you think everyone in your life is out to get you, it may be you. Okay, you are the common denominator to that. If things are just not going your way, like um, I have come across many people who on the interwebs, right? Many people on the internet who are bad with money, quote unquote, who struggle to save money, who um, struggle, don't really know about investing, um, who just really don't have much of a financial education and, you know, struggle to make end meets. And some of that is systemic. Okay. Like you, if you don't make enough money to live, that is not a budgeting problem, but very often what people see if they start really tracking their numbers is that you have more wiggle room than you think. You are spending more money on things that are not aligned with your values than you think because you're just not paying attention. You're not being honest about what's happening. So this even comes down into financials, relationships, jobs. I mean, any category in your life where we want you to be honest about what's happening so you can really assess and choose if it's for you or if some things need to change. And it's okay if you're like, this is not for me and some things need to change and I'm not ready yet. That's totally fine. Your life is your own. You make the choices that you make. So this is going to lead us into boundaries. If we are not honest about what's happening, we cannot set boundaries and boundaries 
when I tell you that boundaries are necessary for a happy, healthy life. I cannot stress this enough. It's almost like the world's most important thing. I'm just, yeah, you know what? I'm going to die on that hill. It is the world's most important thing, which is why I built a whole course around setting boundaries and healing people pleasing. Okay. Becoming like, go get it. It's awesome. We're done. Whatever. That's your choice. I can't tell you how many people I know who are bad at boundaries. I was bad at boundaries for a long time. For like a long time. Okay. I wanted to be nice and I wanted people to like me and I wanted to fit in and I didn't know how to say no. Or I could say no about some things. So what I often find is people are good at saying no at some things, but not very good at saying no in other areas. Or you're just really not good at saying no ever, which is obviously both are a problem. So boundaries allow us to have freedom. They allow us to have choice. If you are not setting boundaries, your life does not belong to you. I guarantee that you are living in a prison built by your yeses, built by your fear. People who struggle to set boundaries at their core are afraid that people will be mad at them, that they'll leave you, that typically those two things, that they'll be mad at you, which means they're going to leave you, or that they'll just leave you. So you try and keep people in your life by lying to them, saying yes when you want to say no allowing them to do things that are not okay with you. And then in order to stay in that relationship, you have to lie to yourself. Okay. This is why radical honesty and boundaries are peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter, jelly, like that's that peanut butter, jelly, peanut butter, jelly. Okay. Boundaries, radical honesty go together. If you are not honest about what is happening in your life, you are obviously not going to set boundaries on it because everything is fine and you'll just deal with it and it'll be okay. Like, I'll just get over it. I'll just, I'll just get over it. It'll be fine. Mm, No, it won't. You're a liar. And I say that with love. Like, I really mean that. You're a liar. And I say that with love. You don't have to be. Life is much easier when you're honest. Now, this takes... Some education, right? Radical honesty is a skill. Boundaries are a skill. I don't know why one is is and one is are. Maybe because boundaries is plural. Anyway, not the point. Boundaries is the other hill that we die on. You have to be honest about what's okay and not okay with you and adjust accordingly. Boundaries treat people, teach people how to treat you. They I mean, damn, if you have a calendar, you got to set boundaries, right? If you're like, oh, I got to drop my kid off to soccer. So I can't drop my kid off to soccer and also shoot a music video at the same time. You have to choose one. Boundaries create choice. Create a life that is yours. Because if you never choose anything in your life, who does your life belong to? Not you. Doesn't belong to you. You are constantly breaking your back for everyone else. And I would be willing to bet they're not even that grateful. Okay. Because takers take. And all you teach them is that you don't have any needs and you don't have to be considered. And that you're actually not worth considering. 
Because if you never consider yourself, why should other people consider you? And I know you're going to be like, but Amanda, I do everything for everyone and they should do things for me. And I would say, why? Why should they do that? This world is not built on shoulds. People are how they are. You choose. This is why some people think I'm spicy. (laughs) Because this is part of radical honesty is calling people on their thought processes that are problematic and keep them stuck. Okay. I may be many things, but I will never, ever, ever lie to you. So boundaries are hill number two. And you're like, Amanda, how do you die on multiple hills? I have nine lives. Okay. Just like a cat. (laughs) I just keep waking up to die on another hill. This is my version of heaven. Um, So boundaries are number two. You have to set boundaries. You have to say yes to things that are a yes and no to things that are a no. You cannot do everything. It is not your job to make people happy. It is your job to make you happy. Boundaries allow you to do that. The last one is probably my favorite one. Now, my good old Pisces heart, okay, lives in the dream world. If you know me personally, I have probably told you about a business idea that I am rolling around in my brain because I always have multiple. Um, I'm probably telling you about a trip that I want to take. I'm probably telling you about this, the beach house that I have been wanting to buy for years. Um, I'm never not dreaming. Now, the first two, radical honesty and boundaries, are something that are pretty like they're a little more hardline, right? Like they're very specific skills. They're more um like practical, maybe. Although I would argue that dreaming is very practical. Because it is my normal to dream and to plan things and to um I mean, if you knew me as a kid, like something that I heard often was like my head was in the clouds, like your head is always in the clouds. Those things are so unrealistic. Like you can't do those things. And I would challenge, I would challenge anyone who said that to me because I've um, never not done something that I wanted to do. Thanks. But that's not the point. The point is the ability to dream, the ability to see past your current situation, the ability to look forward with optimism and with hope is invaluable. Because if you can't see past your current situation, why would you ever get out of it? You don't think anything is better, right? I can't tell you how many people I work with who are like, well, I don't think it'll be better than this. And what they, and the the, this that they're talking about is like a dumpster fire. Okay. They are in a dumpster. It is on fire. And People are throwing shit at them and they're like, oh, I don't think it could ever get better than this. What do you mean? (laughs) Like, what do you mean your dumpster fire of a life is the best that is ever that you're ever going to get? Like that makes no sense. Okay, if you have a garbage partner and, you know, if you have a garbage partner and you're like, well, I'll never get better than them. What the fuck are you talking about? No. Or if you have a job that you hate, that you hate, that doesn't pay you well, that disrespects you, and you're like, well, what if the next job is just like this? 
why, 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 why would that be true? Like, why would that be true? Walk me through that certainty. Because you know who controls the relationship that you are in? You. You know who controls the job that you have? You. You know who controls the place that you live? You. Okay? You actually have control over all of those things. So how, if your life is currently a dumpster fire, would you end up in another dumpster that's on fire? Unless you chose to be there. Okay, now you can always choose to be there and be like, oh, I hate my job. I'm going to go find one exactly like it that I hate just as much. Okay, that's a horrible choice. Don't do that. But like, I mean, I guess if you want to, whatever, right? Whatever. This is your life. But the point is, if you can't see more than what you have now, I promise you, because I have worked with hundreds of people like this, that you will not get it. Your life will not change. Nothing will be different. And I actually walk clients through a dreaming exercise. And I like, I should create a freebie around this. Okay, we're going to do that. So it's kind of like a vision board. If you guys have ever done a vision board, it's very similar to that. So I go through the categories, right? And I say, what do you want this? What do you want this? What do you want this? And I like, bless my little clients. They look at me like deer in a headlights and they say, I don't know. I never thought about what I wanted. I never thought about what I wanted. And these are people ranging from their 20s to their 70s. I never thought about what I wanted. And that, like, if you could just stab me in the heart with, like, a really horrible knife, that phrase absolutely stabs me in the heart. And you may be that person who says, I never thought about what I wanted. I never thought it was possible for me to enjoy my life. I never thought it was possible for me to have anything that I ever wanted. So I stopped dreaming. Think about the consequences of that, okay? If you don't know what you want, you probably accept a lot of things that you don't want. You probably don't try new things. You probably don't try things that you think could make your life better because one, you don't even know where you're going. And two, if you can't dream, you can't see better than this. And so why would we even try? And I watch people and I work with people who have gone their whole lives, their whole lives. Y'all, I'm telling you, 60, 70 years old, who have gone their whole lives and have never intentionally curated their life. And so they end up with a life that they don't really like. They may like their partner. They may like their house. They may like their job, but like that, that's not enough. That's not enough, guys. Like you have the ability to have anything that you want. And you may be like, yeah, right, Amanda, that's some, that's a platitude. Like, okay, yeah, everyone says that, but that's not true. Why isn't it true? Now, it may not look exactly how you want it, but you have the ability to have anything that you want. You just have to 
believe that it's possible for you. Not that you have to know the how, right? We're not always responsible for the how. We're responsible for the what and continuing to show up and follow opportunities. Think of it like, you know how like a river or water always, always, always finds the path of least resistance. That's how you get to your what. So dreaming, think like taking the time to say, if I could have anything in life, what would I want? And then really allowing yourself to get bigger than whatever comes up first, because I guarantee what's going to come up first is like, well, I just want to make enough to pay my bills and like maybe eat out every once in a while. And you know what? If that's where you start, I am so proud of you. That's amazing. But I want you to push yourself and go bigger. Like, would you, where would be your favorite place to live? Where would be like the coolest place to vacation, the coolest food to eat, the coolest experience to have? Like I was at um, adult gymnastics last night and we were talking about, I don't know why we were talking about like winning $25,000 or something, maybe playing the lottery is what we were talking about, whatever. And we were like, what would you do with $25,000? And I was like, I'm going on a yacht vacation. Like I'm going on a yacht vacation. I have a personal freaking chef. Like, I don't even know how much a yacht costs y'all. They were like, well, that'll be one night. And I was like, whatever. It's the one night of amazing. Maybe I'll, or I'll rent a sailboat. Like I don't even know how to sail, but I was like, I'll hire a private sailboat with a chef. And that's probably cheaper than a yacht, whatever. Um, I was like, that's what I'm doing. And most, you know, a few other people in the group were like, well, I would pay off my bills. And I'm like, that's amazing. Dream bigger. Like if you didn't have those restrictions and you can learn to not have those restrictions. Okay. Everything is learnable. Everything is just a skill. Then what would you do? So like getting into the habit of saying, what do I want my life to look like? Wouldn't it be fun if, wouldn't it be cool if is such a good exercise to get you thinking bigger than your current circumstances. And once your brain starts imagining something bigger than your current circumstances, you you automatically start moving towards it. Automatically. Um, a really good person in this space is Ramit Sadie. If you are on Instagram or Twitter at Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. He talks a lot about building a rich life and how for him it started out with like just buying appetizers for his friends. And maybe right now your dream life is like, God, I just want to be able to eat out once or twice a week um, and like not really worry about the bill. Like that's amazing. And I love that for you. And maybe your dream life is like, I want a beach house and I want to invite all my friends and hire a chef and just chill for the weekend. Like, hell yeah. I love that for you too. So there's no shame in where you start, right? And it doesn't even have to necessarily be super feasible. Like, I don't know that at any point in my life, I'll like literally rent a yacht for a week. Like, yeah, like maybe that would be cool. But that exercise gets you thinking like, wouldn't it be cool if, and then this, and then this, and then this, and then your brain starts seeing all these possibilities that are so much bigger than your life now and it just opens up a whole world for you. And then when you start setting boundaries, you can go get those things. And when you're honest about what you want and what you don't want, we just have like all these things work together so well. So the three hills to die on, the three things I teach people all the time. There's more things, but I wanted to talk about these three. So here we are, is radical honesty, being honest about what is going on in your life, what is okay, what's not okay why it's happening. Oh, that was the other one. Why it's happening. 
Is it because you're not willing to change something? Is it because you made poor decisions? Is it because you refuse to make decisions? And so life made decisions for you. Is it because you allowed someone to put you there? Is it because you didn't have the skill set to do differently? Like none of those things are judgments. They're just observations. So let's be honest about how we got there, what you would like to change about the situation and what you're willing to do about the situation. And if the answer is nothing yet, or if the answer is nothing ever, then that's okay. Like that's your choice. Just understand that you're fully making that choice. Okay. Be honest about that. Um, boundaries. Number two, boundaries, boundaries. I cannot, cannot, cannot stress enough boundaries. You have to be able to say yes to the things that are a yes and no to the things that are a no. Stop lying to people in your life. Okay. Stop lying to yourself. Those again, peanut butter, jelly, cereal and milk, mac and cheese, whatever they go together. And then dreaming. And I just want you to take away the phrase. Like I want you from this episode, I want you to take away using the phrase. Wouldn't it be cool if, and like, listen, if you have Instagram, send them to me, like, please, please, please send me your dream. Wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be fun if I could, um, ride a donkey down the Grand Canyon. Like that is my dream. Although I'd probably walk next to the donkey because I would feel bad for the donkey. Um, wouldn't it be cool if I could stay in a tree house? Um, wouldn't it be cool if I could go out to eat and buy dinner for my friends and be able to afford it? Wouldn't it be cool if I could help my parents? Um, wouldn't it be cool if my friend needed something and I was able to cover it for them? Okay, there's a hundred situations for that. Like, wouldn't it be cool if I could get a cat? Like, whatever, right? It doesn't have to be huge. It can be little. And your your little maybe somebody's big and your big maybe somebody's little. Like, whatever. This is, gets to be personal to you. So radical honesty, boundaries, and dreaming. Tell me which one of these are your favorite. If you're like, all these are stupid, I, I don't know why you're still listening to this episode if it's however many minutes we are in now. Um, but hopefully one of these resonated with you, or if you're confused about them, or you're like, I really don't understand how to apply them. Shoot me a message on Instagram at Amanda underscore chills, C-H-I-L-S. Um, but even more fun, tell me your dream. Like y'all don't know. I'm a therapist because I'm nosy and I love helping people. But like, if you let me into the window of like what you're dreaming about, I will literally squee like a little mouse. I'll be like, so great. (laughs) It's like my favorite thing. Um, so I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope you are more honest with yourself. I hope you set some boundaries and I hope that you allow yourself to dream. Even if at first you're like, this feels so weird. I don't know what to do. That's okay. Keep going, right? No one's good at anything the first time they do it. Unless you're like Dwayne Johnson. He's probably good at everything. Um, and my dad, who's like annoyingly good at everything whenever he tries it. And I'm just like, like, so send me your dream at Amanda underscore chills. And I hope you have a beautiful day.